0: Greetings, children all over the world. This is yours truly, Femi the Storyteller, and I'm back with another story. This story is called, Sometimes You've Gotta Work With What You've Got. Sometimes You've Gotta Work With What You've Got. From the book titled, Rules, by Cynthia Lord. As always, before we begin, I must say that I don't own the rights to this story, nor this music. Thank you. Sometimes you've got to work with what you've got. Wednesday morning, I made cookies. But when I rang the doorbell next door and rang it again, no one answered. Mom said there's a lot to do when you move and I should let our new neighbors get unpacked anyway. This morning I wanted to try again, but the minivan was already gone when I went outside. On the drive to the clinic, I try not to let my hopes run loose, but they rush with the water under the bridges. I hope the girl next door loves swimming because we have a pond a few streets away from my house and now hers. I hope she's not allergic to guinea pigs since I have two. I hope she's a little bit shy and likes to draw and read and I hope she doesn't think it's babyish to send Morse code messages. At the clinic, mom says it's still too cold for the park. I draw sailboats bobbing on summer waves while mom reads aloud a scene where a spell goes wrong for Harry. Harry. I catch Mrs. Frost smiling at us. And I think she's listening too. The bell above the clinic door jangles and mom looks up from the pages. Hello, Elizabeth, she says to Jason's mother. Hi, Jason. Jason doesn't move his head, but his eyes turn to me. Ah, I flinch. I know Jason can't help it, but sometimes the sounds he makes are loud and creepy. Jason wraps his communication book. My son wants to thank you for the picture you gave him, Mrs. Morehouse says to me. In fact, he asks me to hang it on his wall. Jason's mouth drops open. I give Jason my, I hate when my mom does that, too, I roll. He smiles and taps his book. Jason is wondering if he could have your name in his book. Mrs. Morehouse watches his hand move card to card so he can talk to you. Would you mind, Catherine? It seems weird to think of my name in some boy's communication book, but I don't know how I could say no. So I say, okay. She takes a little card and a pen from her purse Watching her, I wonder how that'll feel to have to wait for someone to make a word before I could use it. And to have all my words lying out in the open, complete strangers able to walk by and see everything that mattered to me without even knowing my name. Jason grimaces at the card. Well, you know, I can't draw, Mrs. Morehouse says. Do you want me to put her name without a picture? I could draw it. Jeez, where did that come from? Just popped out of my mouth without checking with my brain first. That'd be great. Miss Morehouse pulls another blank card from her purse. If you draw on this, it'll fit in his book. On my way past Jason's wheelchair, I study a page of his communication book so my card will match his others. About two inches square, each card has a simple black and white line drawing and the word or phrase printed along the top. His book has clear vinyl pages like an album for trading cards, only with smaller pockets to fit the word cards. Back at my spot on the couch, I asked Mom if I can borrow the little makeup mirror from her purse. I laid a mirror and the card on my sketchbook to give me something firm underneath while I draw. Two inches wide, two inches high, a white block waiting for me to appear inside. But how should I look? Like my school picture with just combed hair and my say cheese smile? Or like I do at home, with ponytail hair and wearing my favorite purple t-shirt. I can't decide, so I do the easy part first and write Catherine at the top in tiny, neat letters. I might not be the world's best artist, but I can draw better than the stick figures and line drawings On Jason's other cards all perfect circles and ruler straight lines I choose a peach colored pencil and study my face in the mirror I draw the slow curve of my right cheek sweeping down to my two pointy chin up my other cheek over the top of my head and back to where my line began. I draw how I usually look. Brown ponytail, blue-gray eyes, wearing my purple t-shirt. Not a perfect circle or rule straight line anywhere. Besides, Jason probably won't, wouldn't recognize a school picture me, school picture me anyway. But when Mrs. Morehouse tries to slide my card into one of the little clear pockets in Jason's book, it's the tiniest bit too big. I'll take a sliver off the side, she says, heading for the receptionist's desk. Let me get some scissors. Beside me, Jason taps. Excuse me, I call to Mrs. Morehouse. I call to Mrs. Morehouse's back. He wants something. She doesn't even turn around. Would you see what it is? I'm scared I won't understand Jason. But she's already chatting with the receptionist. Holding my breath, I peer down at his finger pointing to thank you. Oh, I let go my breath. You're welcome. Mrs. Morehouse trims my word to fit his book and Jason lets out a loud, ah, he says it so loud Mrs. Frost turns down her hearing aid. Jason slaps. Good job! My name stands out, colorful and detailed among the black and white plainness of his other cards. Sandwich, pizza, soda, drink, eat, more, good. Nice, bad, sad, happy, mad, van, want, go, I'm sorry, no, yes, maybe, I don't know, make, tell, help, wait, baseball, book, music, Guitar, piano, like, please, thank you, me too, okay, hi, goodbye, boy, girl, man, woman, picture, word, good job, what, who? why and many more all the way to Catherine I long to pull his cards out and add red to the van yellow to the happy face and thick purple jelly between the lines between the slices of bread in the sandwich I want to show Jason I'm sorry for not looking at him the same embarrassed way I hate people not looking at David. But how? If you ever want me to make you more words, I say, just ask. Thank you, Miss Morehouse says, adjusting her earring. But there's no need. These cards are part of a speech program we use and it comes with the whole book of words. I can copy whatever he needs from there. Jason shoots his mother a what look. Yes. More picture. Mrs. Morehouse sighs. Are you sure you don't mind, Catherine? I'm sure I turn the pages of Jason's communication book reading through his cards so I don't repeat the words or phrases he already has which shouldn't be hard since all the word all his words are boring but to be polite I ask his mother what words she suggests I might I make something you like would be nice then he could talk to you about it. She pulls a stack of blank cards from her purse. Would seven be too many? Seven's fine. Taking the cards. I'm not sure what to do. Go back to the couch. Stay here. Jason turns a page in his communication book, and my insides twist. Well, I glance at my watch. Sorry, I. Hi, Jason. His speech therapist smiles, striding into the waiting room. Am I interrupting something? I open my mouth to say no, but she's already looking past me. How's his day been going? Jason taps. Good. He's been a bit cranky, Miss Morehouse says. I think he stayed up too late last night watching the Red Sox. It went to extra innings. Oh, are you? points to Jason. Cranky? Gesture plus crabby face. Jason sighs. No. Good. Because we're going to have a fun day today. The therapist turns to Mrs. Morehouse and adds. It's time for evaluations. Why don't you come with us and I'll show you what I have in mind. Jason tilts his head towards me his hand moving slyly across his book stupid speech woman I cover my mouth with my hand so I won't laugh out loud Jason makes her sound like a superhero speech woman avenger of adverbs protector of pronouns champion of chit chat bye I mumble through my fingers goodbye he turns his page back to touch Catherine wow what a great story it gets better and better folks it gets better and better once again this is yours truly family the storyteller Signing off. Hope you enjoyed this story. Speak to you all soon. Love you all. Bye for now.